guys. We're we're gonna hold that Copa Texas, and we're probably we're gonna finish on top of you guys. So, oh my I, God. I just can't I just can't wait till the season starts, man, because that's when that's when we're really you know we're gonna be able to look at our squads and well let's uh, let's do this let's let's do this let's make a pot let's make a pot and and it'll be like fifty bucks or something and whoever. Whoever finishes, whoever wins Copa Tejas gets that pot. Hey, I'm I'm down to do it. Just give me my four preseason games, and I'll be at, I'll be able to, to confidently do that. Ah, oh, nah. See, I'm I'm doing it now. I I mean, we're we're all going if we, if we do it if we do it then I got ten dollars on it. If we yeah, wait till for... if we wait till after preseason, I got ten dollars on it. That's as it. As opposed as opposed to what fifty right now. That's just fifty. Yeah, fifty for what? For whoever wins Copa Tejas. Whoever wins Copa Tejas gets all the money. I'm down to fifty. So now, Vic. So, so what he's saying is fifty bucks a game. So, there's, no, there's no, 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 not a game. No, no. So, so we we'll just so each of us puts fifty bucks on it, and there's hundred and fifty bucks to the Copa Tejas winner. Or we could do that. We could do where, where, uh, say like, like say Austin plays. Dallas and Dallas beats Austin. I have to put like we start we start with fifty in the pot each to get in. And then if whoever loses has to put like twenty in. That way the yeah. pot can actually grow. We'll make it like twenty bucks a game and the loser puts twenty in. If we yeah. end up with a brawl, then we each put ten in. Okay. And then whoever wins Copa Tejas gets the pot. Right. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, whoever wins Copa Tejas is winner. Yeah. Perfect. All right. all right, so 50 to start, and then each loser puts in 20? Yeah, each loser puts in 20. Yep, if it's a draw, you each owe 10. Yeah, so even – even uh, and then whoever's not playing, whoever's not playing, should they have to do anything? No, they don't have to do nothing because we each have – it's an equal amount of gains for each of us. Okay. You've got, to, yep. you've got to bet four times, and I've got to bet four times, and Victor's got to bet four times. So what is there? Six twenty. It's gonna the pot's gonna turn into two hundred and seventy bucks because there's twenty bucks a game and there's six games. So what is that? A hundred and twenty. Six games times. Yeah. So that's one hundred and twenty plus one hundred and fifty yep. on top of it. So it's, it'll turn into a two hundred and seventy dollar pot, and that'll we'll take that, or I'll yep. take that. All right. I'll so take that. Done, done deal. Bet. I'm, I'm reaching my hand out to shake y'all's hands. All right. All right. So, so <laughs> it's done. Done deal. Done deal. I feel the shake. All right. Let's get into the show. You're listening to Texas League of Fire. Yo, 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 what it do? It's RB22. Hey, guys, how's it going? This is Sunshine out of Dallas. What up, what up? This old soccer guy, Houston, bringing it. You're listening to Texas Ring of Fire. Man, this week, it's uh, they finally released, well, was it last week when they released our my preseason schedule or this week? I can't even remember. This week for Austin, Houston, and Dallas for last week and the week before. Yeah, so finally, finally, we have... We have that to talk about with some Austin FC, but 
I think we're going to go ahead and start with Houston first, then we'll go into some Austin, and then go into some FC Frisco. Because them boys over there in Frisco are talking a lot of noise, man. What's hey, we're, we're ready for we're we're ready for Copa Texas, a repeat of of last year. Yeah, hey, at, least guys... can, at least we can finally hear them. Frisco's hey, been oh, <laughs> Frisco's I'm, been quiet I'm, on the. I'm not I'm, I'm not one to talk about the past. It's about the the future for me. But uh, I mean, if we're going to talk about what happened in the past, I, we'll, we'll get into it a little bit more into uh, when we talk about it in the podcast. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I I feel like it's starting. Things are starting to kind of heat up, especially now that you're able to see what's going on on Twitter and everything, and the actual rivalry that is on Twitter that lives there. That's how I felt when I got on here. I was like, dang, like everyone on here pretty much is for real, like responding to each other, like they'll never see each other in real life. (laughs) Hey, I mean, everybody everybody reps for the city they live in in Texas. I mean. People in Houston uh, going to A and M. A lot of people from Houston are prideful, so they'll they'll talk all about Houston and how it's the best place. And then people from Austin do the same thing. And of course, people in Dallas always always do that. So people are going to be repping for their city. Yes, sir. All right. Well, let's jump into Houston, old soccer guy. What you got for us? Yeah, you know, not not a lot going on this week. You know, on the on the player player wise, but. We we finally confirmed Sebastian Fadea. He's officially signed. He's been on the practice squad. He was out in the field on day one for preseason. So he is here. He flew in. He's ready to go. He's excited. I've seen a couple of his quotes where he can handle the pressure and he's ready to go. And he, he looks to scoring a, a, as many goals as he can again. But the team comes first, always. You know, so – Looks like he's got the right attitude, and you know he, he seems like he's fitting in the squad in the first week already. So, man, I hope he comes in and he brings it. And the only details I got about it is it is a full transfer, so we we own his rights now, uh, and it is the highest transfer deal for the Dynamo ever. And we got him for four years with an option for twenty twenty six. So, man, if he if he, if he turns into what he's going to be turning into, we'll be able to pull the FC Dallas model and. This guy will – he'll end up in Europe and we'll make some we'll make some good money off of him and then continue to have the team ride in that direction. Yeah, um, I saw I saw some video on him and he does look pretty good, man. He he looks like somebody who's ready to finish. And it's hard to get the ball off of him, isn't it? Yeah, he holds very well. So <clears throat> it's going to be fun watching him play. I mean, I can't deny that. Exciting, exciting times in Houston, especially with – you know, the promise and the promise is being held up to. So very, very exciting times. Adding him, though, that gets us 28 players uh, on, on our roster under contract. Uh, we're, you know, we only allowed 30. So they say we still got movement going on, which, you know, we don't know. We want to we want a winger, a right winger, and we want a midfielder still. But, you know, we need to sign Thor because we think, you know, Thor is going to make the first team and play the first team all year. That'll get us 29 players. That leaves us one spot open. So, you know, are they going to go out there and get that extra player? They they sound like it, you know, and no potential names I've heard. Nothing streaming around. But in the press conferences that they gave out this week, you know, there, there's, there's no – they're not even hinting. They're telling you that we're not stopping. Everything's going to still go full fourth. 
everything is being put in their hands and uh, Houston's going to make a run. They're not kidding. They're, they're going to change the culture or the culture and bring the community back together for Houston. And they are going to fill that stadium pretty fast. If this is the, the model they're going to take and the players will perform because they're going to be, a, they're going to be happy to play there. So here we go, man. That's dope. Yeah. That's, that's, Exciting for you, man. Especially you got front row seats to that. Front row seats. It's been a long time coming. Houston's been dead, kind of dead to the world. Besides winning the Open Cup in 18 and, you know, making it to the Western Co- Conference Final in 17. But other than that, you know, new ownership, new leadership. So let's bring in some new players and let's go. And, you know, Onset said more is coming. And Nagamora says this is not a one-man show to hint at Padilla is not the only player that we're bringing in. What are you expecting they'll bring in? A winger, oh, uh, specifically a, a either side winger, because I believe Fafa can play either side. He, he likes playing the left, but specifically a, a, a winger, because, I mean, unless you're bringing in a sure starting midfielder, uh, we, we have a lot of midfielders to play around with and figure out who can be our, our starting core, but we have a, a big need at that right wing position. We have Dorsey, who hasn't played a lot, and he was he looked good at the end of last year, but can he keep up his form? Can he stay healthy? There's Pasher over there that can play on both sides. You know, and Corey Baird's a striker who's still injured, and hopefully he'll come back midway through the season and add help at the striker position. Then there's a rumor we're going to let Bahamich I don't like saying his name, you know, but Baja, Mitch. But it sounds like he's going to – he's being swept around and he may end up leaving. And that'll that'll open up another spot, though, which will be good. Where's he going to? You don't know? No rumors? Yeah, it was like uh, over to Argentina. Uh, man, I already forgot, and I definitely didn't write it down because it was kind of at the last second a while ago that I noticed so he's it. Probably- so he's probably going for sure. Yeah, it was somebody else. Uh, you know, I forget. I can't give him. I can't promote him because I don't remember his name. I just saw it when I was breezing through Twitter that I guess he was looking through some Argentine tweets and it, you know, making it uh, kind of clear that uh, Hermata Hercata, what's that club called? Hercata starts with an H. Now I'm starting to remember it. Uh, I don't even know, dude. Mm, that, yeah, sure. oh, well, that's just I guess bad maybe reporting. I should know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, and you know, I opened up a position for us and he was a need, but I think he's just wants, you know, he wants to get some more playing time and he's just not getting it here. Maybe he's just not happy or I, who knows, but that's just the start of those rumors. So we'll see. In he's the tired of the no fans. He wants to go play somewhere with some fans, dude. Yeah. Some well, now's not, the time to, now's not the time to leave when the, the Cooter's changing. The, coochers <laughs> yeah. changing. the fans are, are going to start coming back if everything holds holds form you know everything in the front office has changed now we need everything on the pitch to change and let's bring in some w's and not some l's and then more fans will come they'll come slowly but they'll come segue into that houston announced some promotions that they were going to do in their season this year you know so starting off with bobblehead foxtrot on opening day and then them bringing up the 713 is the area code for Houston for those who don't know, but they're bringing in the 713 night. If you don't have a ticket already, you can buy a ticket for seven dollars, you can buy a hot dog for a dollar, and you can buy a beer for three dollars. 
So have Holy. a good night. What yep, the that's, that's the seven one three right there. So, <laughs> that's like they really want to try to show up. Yeah, they're only doing it three times in the whole season, but man, they're doing it on July third when they're playing when they're playing Charlotte. When we're you know expecting a very good crowd, and they're going to do a seven one three. So they're trying to sell that game out on July third against Charlotte. They have fireworks, so bring on the promotions. Y'all gonna and, lose, bro. Y'all gonna lose that game to Charlotte? Nah, it'll be a. <laughs> nah, we're looking good. We still don't know what they're playing with yet. So, <laughs> we can't. And looks like they have bad taste. They lost a coach today who just upped and left for some reason. Dang. I saw a, a little promo after them. Side little side note, but I saw Mackenzie Gaines uh, getting out, you know, of his car or something to go to practice at Charlotte. So that's what's up. That was cool. But they are gonna. They, they are watch him come and put two on y'all. That night, July third. Right. As long as we score three, I mean, don't get with that. <laughs> All right, we just got to win, or, or or at least get a point, you know. But our good performance, you know, don't leave us holding our heads down when we walk out the stadium. Yeah, yeah you so. got you got to start off strong. Yeah, sure. we're gonna start off strong, and we're gonna have some road wins. Hopefully, we get that first road win at Sporting KC to show them, hey, this is the talent you let us have. So, boom, coach, take them on. Like, are you still trying to make plans to go to that one? The sporting Absolutely. KC? Absolutely. Yeah. Still trying. Yep. Man, this over. guy here, old soccer guy, he's for real. He's he's really trying to be a Dynamo fan this year. Man, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go hundred hundred percent, you know. So I guess speaking of all the traveling, they they're gonna do a supporter shoot. I don't even remember what to call it. I'd have to open it up and you know, they're gonna oh thirtieth down in Houston. Everybody's gonna come together. Here, I'll tell you what it is. It's going to be a supporters event, so it's going to be kind of exciting because uh, it's on a Sunday, you know, and that's uh, uh, January 30th, and if everybody knows correctly, that's a, a World Cup qualifier day where uh, all six teams play on the same day, so you got three games going on. But they're going to they're gonna, uh, host to only a few people get to get in, and they're going to have a front office Q&A, so you get to hear a Q&A between, with the front office, and then they're going to take you into another room and have food and drinks. And I get to meet all the creators of all the supporter groups. So I can make a thorough decision on which supporter I want group. I want to join and come back home with some, uh, supporter shield around my neck or on my car or whichever. But then after that USA plays Canada at two o'clock and they're going to do a watch party for all three games that happening that, that evening. USA. Yep. So I'm going to go down there to that event. I'm going to go catch the USA-Canada game with some H-Town people. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive back to Austin, go to bed, and get ready for work and do it again. There you go, guys. This is this is Old Soccer Guy's first time in Houston as Texas Ring of Fire. So if you want to go meet him, this would be OG. You know, you whoever meets him this time is OG. 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 I'm going to meet my the- own Dynamo, but we'll, we'll find a way to get some, some Ring of Fire memorabilia on my outfit so i'll be easy to pick out there you go what what time are you going to be there so it starts at noon so i'll probably get there early that morning have breakfast and then go to the stadium there you go and then the game the usa plays at two o'clock so you know if y'all listening man old soccer guy on twitter hit me up y'all hit me up i'm gonna be there 
Is it what? What is your Twitter though? It's not old soccer guy. It's like at something. Else. I think it's like at Eric Simpson five or something like that. There you go. See, yeah, that's why people can't find you. They're looking for old soccer guy, and they find some some Who old soccer Eric, guy. Who's Eric Simpson? <laughs> right. I know. We need to start tagging ourselves in all our in our, all our Texas Ringo posts. <laughs> so everybody kind of know who the hell we are but so yeah but old soccer guy hashtag eric whatever i'll be easy to pick out i'll be the one that's loud and proud heck yeah i'll be next to the noisy uh what do we call it the the chaos section i'll be next to the supporter section so i'll be i'll be jamming out oh yeah right there the more and more you guys you guys have multiple um supporter groups then yeah we have multiple they kind of they kind of grouped them all up as an alliance, and they call the alliance Hustle Town, mm. and so that's why you you hear Hustle Town a lot. But you know you got the you have a few in the the battalion, the surge protectors, Hustle Town. There's four of them, but we'll have more details after Jan- the episode after January 30th, whenever uh, I go down there and make a selection. And if they're listening, you know, hit me up on Twitter. Y'all can persuade me before I get there, and possibly. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like, what what y'all need to do is set up. I'm sure they have it all figured out, but you know, they, they y'all need to have like a a pregame ritual, like y'all do, and then have you know like events and all that. That way, your uh, supporter groups actually know what's going on and all that. Because sometimes oh, yeah. they, they yeah, don't, sure, you know, they don't. I'm notify. sure they got. I'm sure they have something on Facebook. You can check out all their events coming up. Yeah, probably. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah, and I'm gonna get. I'm gonna be getting there early too. So. I'll be able to I'll be able to figure out what's going on because it's it's downtown, so it's not hard to find out what's going on and find out where all the noise and where all the people are. Yeah, we're gonna have a, a special guest here in a few weeks. Hopefully we'll have a special uh-huh. guest in a few weeks of and he can elaborate some more on on the supporter groups and all that. Right. But anything else going on over there in Houston? Dude, 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 today, man, Dynamo, man, they're making moves e- everywhere. You know, Ted, Ted, I, you know, I don't know if his name is Ted Siegel or Ted Seagal, you know, so <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll call him the boss. The boss is making moves, man. He, he, he likes to make money. He likes to spend money. And he likes to make more money. <laughs> so they have signed a deal with FUBU Gaming, which is a partner of FUBU TV, the streaming platform. So nice. together, Hell man, yeah. dude, that's that, that is crazy. It's a it's a long term partnership, and what Fubu Gaming is is uh, a gaming a betting platform, you know. And obviously, in in Texas, you're not allowed to gamble yet, but it doesn't it it shouldn't be too far away. And I mean, this deal hints at it shouldn't be too far away. So this deal's also the Dynamo and the Dash are both getting this partnership, which is going to be exciting. So you're going to see a lot of photos with players wearing the FUBU t-shirts. Uh, they are FUBU is actually going to be branded for the uh, training uniform. So you'll see them wearing them before the game. You'll see them wearing them during practice. And then they'll flip on to their, their actual uniform during the game, of course. Uh, I'm hoping this turns into – this is where they'll be streaming the Dynamo games. I don't know about hoping, but because it does cost money to have FUBU, so – Maybe Dynamo are going to have some kind of free streaming platform or just a passcode that everybody can watch the games. That would and be that's exciting. Fubo, right? Not Fubu. Yeah. Fubu's uh, apparel. 
Yeah, it's Fubo. F U B O. Yeah, F U B O. They're trying to bring back the shoes, the Fubus. Right. Yeah. Bo yeah. <laughs> Bias. <laughs> nah. I wonder what the logo moves up. Nah. So pending legis- legislation passing in the state of Texas to legalize sports betting, you know, the, it, once that happens, the Dynamo gonna are in to make a, a lot of money. And this being the, the first of its kind in the MLS MLS as well, is the, at this price. And so it's uh, exciting and it's a significant step forward for the club, you know, and the, the president said he, he was excited about this and welcoming it in. And, you know, this is the forefront of sports gaming industry and we'll be leaders in shaping how we enjoy sports in the years to come. So, I mean, we're, I'm pretty sure we're going to be watching a lot of MLS. I think they have Fubo has MLS already on their platform, but this is going to hopefully get a lot more games open to the public so that we can all watch our games and enjoy our games and talk about our games like we are doing now on a podcast. So super exciting, man. TV presence. You're going to see freaking FUBU out at the stadium, you know, billboards. They said they're going to do one of the gate entrances as FUBO. I'm sure because they're, be- they're orange too. Are they orange? I didn't even look at their, their freaking logo. I got a black and white printout of their, of their logo. I guess I guess I'll have to make sure that we're talking about the same Fubo. I'm Fubo pretty sure TV. we are though. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, orange with white lettering on it. Well nice. Everything matches already. Perfect. Something new, something exciting, something that brings in revenue and they and I've seen three different numbers, but it brings in to eleven to fifteen million dollars towards the dynamo a year towards towards the uh, the player personnel. And even though betting's not allowed yet in Texas, uh, they did say that Fubo will be in the stadium where fans will be to, be able to interact and get to use the brand and get to know it, and that's how they'll sell it. And but as far as that, man, we, we just gotta everything's exciting in Houston, and we're just playing everything by ear, just waiting for the next news to bust out, and waiting for the season to start and the preseason to start, and. Everybody's looking good on the practice field right now, and the coach is really looking good. And I've heard some other other people on other podcasts that they've been really interested in what he's had to say, and he's been they've been intrigued. And so it sounds like Nagamore is for real. And he, so it he's, sounds like sounds like you guys got a, a lot of revamping that's been going on in Houston, trying to grow the 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 fan base there and trying to switch things around. Uh, I mean, do you guys think that's part of like the MLS's challenge is because they don't have a second division that they don't have to worry about being relegated. Do, do you guys feel like that causes a little bit of c- complacency with, with teams? We're still young. MLS is still a young yeah. league and still growing. So Still got a lot of lot of room to go before we even got to worry about relegation and having a second league. And we're not established like all the European leagues are. They've got a third division and a fourth division, and you can work your way up from the fourth all the way to the premier. Well, it's got a long ways to go for that. Yeah, yeah. Not not necessarily saying that we need a relegation, but I do feel like in those leagues that they do have that, like all the teams are gonna bust their ass every season to 
to stay in that first top league. Yeah, you won't have those games like where Wolf went to Frisco, you know, when we played y'all the first time. <laughs> and freaking – I don't know if you know know that game or did watch the game, dude, but mm-hmm. our lineup was twisted, man, like way twisted from the game that we had just played in Austin. And we had just played Houston and, and beat Houston. We go to uh, Frisco and play a whole completely different lineup. Uh, Manny Perez as, as, a, as a forward. It was, it was crazy, bro. It was crazy, yeah. and and then the more the one I can remember better is the LA Galaxy. We play LA Galaxy and, and we beat them, and then we go to Colorado with a whole different li- uh, lineup. And I mean, I get it. People, you know, the players rest, but this is what I was telling you is that to me they kind of baby them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they they don't they don't like you say that they they give them rest, and if there was a relegation, maybe these coaches would you know feel like hey the pressure's on because in Europe, you know, you start losing games, they they're on your ass, bro. They're not just, oh, we'll get them next week, you know, like how they are in yeah. YMCA here. You know, everyone gets a medal. Like we need to have some kind of penalty, you know, some kind of something that happens if we're not performing well. You know what I mean? And yeah, is- it's really just more like a motivating Yeah, there you go. Motivating factor. A motivator. Like, like- Okay, you don't make it to the playoffs, but then what happens? Like, all right, we'll try next year. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone gets a medal. Everyone gets a you pass go collect two hundred. You know. And and so I, I I do think maybe that's what's what's happened like over the course of time with maybe like Houston Dynamo is like they got a little complacent. Maybe they weren't going with uh, they weren't going into playoffs as much, and and the fans are like, you know, they they get kind of used to it, and then their fan base drops a little bit. And then all of a sudden you, you know, five, six years down the road, you're like, oh my gosh, how did we get here? And now we have to rebuild this whole thing, uh, you know, to try to get your fan base back, trying to get them more into playoffs and, you know, get your supporters up. Well, and that's exactly what's going on here. And, you know, they're, they're lucky we have a stadium. This is our 10 year anniversary this year. We're in the dead center of downtown. Uh, you know, we have a, everybody can get there pretty easily. We what was up with new... what was up with those people on on uh, Twitter though? The shout out to Houston Dynapod and then the Dynamo Hub Los the seven one three. Yeah, yeah, they, they were uh, Houston Dynapod. He was he started off his seg- his whole thing with pretty much saying that Austin was clueless because of Uruti, you know. But and I started talking about he started talking about like our team and the way it's ran and all that. And I'm just like, bro, like, how are you calling us clueless? But, you know, like you're tell- saying right now, how how long has it been since this club is, you know, Houston Dynamo, how long has it been that they haven't been performing or been, haven't been bringing a crowd in? Or You know, that's that's what I call clueless, honestly. He, did. <laughs> he, he, he was just curious as to why y'all were getting so so excited about a player that didn't do shit for us and Uruti. He he, yeah. he said we we're clueless because Uruti was it showed up uh, to Austin and we were all excited for him. It's like, bro, Uruti scored seven goals for you guys last season as I mean, a starter. Okay, well he's not going to start for Austin FC, so he can still he's still going to give us seven goals. I mean he he's and as a starter, you say he scored seven goals, but at, for nobody, bro, when you walk into Q two, you're just going to perform. It, it's going to any player that plays in Q2, even if they come as a visitor, they're going to want to play better inside of Q2 just because of the atmosphere. I mean, we've all felt it. 
the adrenaline we feel playing. Like Q two is different, bro. I'm telling you, Uruti's gonna. Well, that, blow that's, off. What, that's what we said. Hopefully, in the new atmosphere, he you know he can be a different player. But a lot of people have known him as a, just a journeyman, and he plays for himself, and he doesn't play for his team, and that's why he doesn't perform to his best. And you know nobody keeps him. So you know he's, that's why like he was like, why is everybody so freaking excited? So freaking excited? Yeah, he's a good player, and if he can perform correctly, but. Psh- he, he, he ain't do shit for nobody lately. So, hey, hopefully he does perform for y'all. Hopefully he does come off the bench. Hopefully he's not a cancer. No, nah, he won't be. No, nah, I, I think I think our he, squad he's is. He's been around all Texas. He's been in Dallas, Houston. Now he's been... Yeah, but that doesn't mean. That, that's just because you heard about it. You know, it doesn't mean nothing. Maxi Yoriti does Texas. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the first one to, to round him up, but. <laughs> he 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 completed the Texas Ring of Fire. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. But maybe he I'm, needs to be our first player interview. <laughs> yeah, that'd be dope. But that's all right. Work I mean, on it. Yeah, bro. That, that to me, like, I just wanted to give them a shout out. They Dynamo Hub. He's I don't know. He's trying to guess start some kind of supporter group out there for y'all. So I don't know, soccer guy. Maybe that's what you could join. I don't know. Maybe he can convince you. I know you're a hard, a hard catch. So which one? To the so, so, Los de Seven One Three. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm down. So, uh, Houston Dynamo. Then would you say that that later latest signing that's going to be like y'all's um, face of the club? Like it's going to get people out there to go out and watch mm-hmm. Houston Dynamo. No, we who's, the, who's the face of the? We don't have we don't have a we don't have a face of the club. We're 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 a team, and what they're trying to bring back is oh is my a God. And, get out of here yeah. with this. This is out of their <laughs> words. Hey, they bring back the culture, and they're trying to put the Houston community back together. So Houston's no, we don't trash, have a, bro. Houston's we trash. don't have this is... a face of the team. We are the team, and Whoa. so. What I meant by that, who's going to put the team on their back and carry them through the? I mean, every 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 team has a player like that. Well, CC Bass has come in and said he's going he's going to he's going to come in and he's going to do everything and he's he's going to come in and score those goals and he's going to he's going to perform to his best and he's going to help his team out. So he he's going to he's going to get us over the hump. And uh, Nagamora said he hasn't decided who his captain is, and he said he told everybody uh, either today or yesterday it was that uh, well, he doesn't even know who's in the starting eleven yet, and that goes for all of y'all. He, he told them all just like that. So we still got a lot of work to go. We have a whole month before the season starts. So hit me up on that that episode, that opening week, and we'll set our lineups, we'll set our goals, we'll set our ambitions, and whatever questions we got for each other, I got you. All right. Well, we'll see how boring that's going to be to meet up with old soccer guy. <laughs> he might fall asleep while you're talking about something, but hey, just do it before it nine thirty. Dang. All right, man. So Austin FC, let's get into it. There's a rumor of what this about player. Nah, no, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Because I, I want the smoke. I want the smoke. I know. Wait, talking about smoke, no green. but you're yeah, talking about green smoke. Me. I wonder if Precourt's gonna, if he's gonna bring that guy Ruben Gabrielson from he right now he plays for uh, Toulouse, but he's he was he was playing for Toulouse and he got loaned out to Copenhagen. 
And I'm not sure why he got loaned out to Copenhagen, but I'm I'm assuming because you know maybe he wanted a because Toulouse is actually in League Two, so they're not in League One anymore, you know. So maybe he wanted to be like at, with Copenhagen where he can actually play more competitively. You know what I'm saying? Right. So and then I guess it didn't work out. And in those four months from August, he only played 244 minutes from August. That's 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 ridiculously low. That's, that's two and a half games. Yeah, that's almost nothing. So he's 29 years old. He's uh, from Norway, and the guy he went back to Toulouse after his loan, and I guess his spot got filled. So now he's looking for a spot to play, you know, and it's not on his team. It's not on the team that he's currently at. So that's why this rumor came out that I guess he's looking for a home and. Maybe Austin FC is talking to it, talking to him, you know, about Austin FC. But there is also injury, injury on this guy. You know, once you're injured, I can speak for injury. You know, I'm injury prone. I get I get hurt like every other week. But once you're, you know, you're hurt once, it it never really is the same. All these professional players they get hurt and they just never heal. Like Ronaldo. Ronaldo, when has he ever been hurt? Not, not right, a major. Right. Never, right? He's never been yeah. hurt. So so that's why it's never. And then Messi. Messi, when has Messi ever really been hurt? Right now? That's that's, that's different, though. I mean, he's. Yeah, that's not they're, injury. They're, out his career. <laughs> they're, they're older. Yeah, they're older now, too. So no, well, that's, he's got COVID right now. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, he has COVID? Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he didn't make the lineup today, and they lost today. And he's out with COVID. Man, talking about COVID, dude, these people that have been like, have you been noticing that a lot of players have been having like heart problems and stuff? They've been having to stop playing because of heart problems. Oh, there was uh, that one dude that fell, fell out last week, but he's, uh, he's perfectly fine now. I forget his name. I think Davies. Davies, yeah. he had he had to yeah. stop playing. And then somebody else, well, not like permanently, but they, they stopped. Somebody else. And then uh, we're talking uh, Aguero and then Erickson. You know, so I'm wondering if COVID has anything to do if they all had COVID before and it's all affecting them the way, you know, they can play afterwards. So I wonder if Messi's oh. going to come back different. Could uh, be. Like, I don't know, long-term effects, but short-term effects coming off of COVID, you have a shortness of breath. So, I mean, if uh, Messi has COVID, he, he may feel like when he comes back that next week that uh, he's getting a little bit more tired. He can't really breathe as much because – COVID really attacks your lungs, but I guess it's every case is different. Yeah. But anyways, um, this, this guy, Ruben Gabrielson, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff going on with him because I think uh, right here, it, it's, it says uh, that he was loaned out maybe because of the Toulouse didn't have enough money to pay for his salary. So I guess he's an expensive player for them. So they loaned him out to help with, you know, to open up some, to free up some money for them. But he didn't perform at Copenhagen. So he got returned back. And now they're having the same problem. And he's not even playing for them. So they're, they're trying to loan him out. They're trying to get rid of him. They're trying to get loan him out, you know, just kind of how we were with Pochettino. <laughs> he's all right, I guess. 6'2". He's, he's, you know, played in some good competition, so... Why not? Why not? 
but I mean, he wouldn't be my first pick as our center back. If I could pick somebody, I would still want that guy that I had told y'all a long time ago. And somebody's been talking about it too. <laughs> but Alexander Callens, that guy, man, that'd be cool if we could get him. That'd be a, a final touch right there. Yeah. Somebody like that, somebody with some physicality, somebody that has MLS experience, that's that's what I would want. So that they can come in and hold that defense down and then mentor our def- our defenders that we have now and even Kip Keller and produce a, a significant center back, you know, and somebody that can grow with the club and become a national, a U.S. men's national player. That's what I want, like for Kip Keller. Oh, yeah. I would want him to become a U.S. men's national team player and then stay at Austin for as many years as he could. And that would only happen with somebody coming in. They could actually – we still got, what, two weeks? Yeah, till the 30th. To the end of the 30th. The end of, what, yeah, 10 days? Our preseason finally got underway on Monday, which, you know, our our, – training and all that preseason training and we had five trialists that joined Austin FC so that they can see if maybe they can earn a contract with this we got Graham Smith he's a defender he's from Sporting KC too and he was a normal starter for your old get for your for your coach Paulo oh yeah he was okay yeah so he's a He's a center back, and he's 26. So who knows? Maybe he could earn a spot. And, you know, he already has a little bit of MLS experience. We have some what? Some depth? Yep, some depth for your center backs. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll see, though. Because you never know with these guys. They could come in, you know, trying to really get a spot, and it hasn't worked out for them anywhere just because they're not – they don't have the skill, you know. Or they're too slow, or some people. I feel like they're in that position just because of who they know, versus other players that are actually really, really, really good and didn't have the opportunity to, you know, I guess play like club and do all that as a kid. You know, get exposure. Yeah. Like Sun, like Sunshine, man. Sunshine, he could hold the middle pretty good. La la, la palanca. <laughs> yeah, for real. We got another guy, Milan Eloski, I believe is the way you say it, but he's a midfielder and a forward. And he was he's plays for Real Monarchs. I think this guy played with Real Monarchs and then he went to go play with RSL and he wasn't really doing too well. He was playing for RSL and then it wasn't going too well, so they dropped him down to the Real Monarchs. And he started, you know, scoring for the Real Monarchs. So maybe he can be some depth. I don't know where. Maybe as a – he plays left wing as well too. So maybe for some Cecilio, some Cecilio uh, rest, maybe he can be out on the wing if he does get a contract. Dylan Powers. Dylan Powers is a midfielder. He's 30 years old. He's a center defensive mid. Do you, you know, know how many people, No. Do you know how many people you have on your current roster? I don't. I think you're allowed thirty. We're at all thirty. Yeah, you're you're allowed thirty on your roster, and I think you're only allowed like twenty one, up to twenty one, or up to eighteen can dress. Up to twenty one can go to the game. 
something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but these are just childless. I mean, they're just Right. They're just coming up for the preseason. Yeah, there's yeah, exactly. And I mean they're just training with them. Well, it's like us. Like, I mean, our preseason's going, but we only have two spots open right now. So there's no room for nobody to make the first team. <laughs> it's the first teamers need to fight to hold their spot and the second teamers are fighting to try to steal a spot. Yeah. The Kip Keller's the only guy from our draft that is actually guaranteed a contract. From what I understand, yeah, they're still they're still trying to earn a contract because that's the part of the the Adidas generation. Generation Adidas, yeah. Generation Adidas, yeah. There you go. But yeah, Dylan Powers, he plays for Orange County FC, and he was a starter for them as well. He plays center mid, center defensive mid, and he he's he's a little older on the older side. He used to play for. Uh, but he does have MLS experience. He he's played for the or Orlando City and Colorado Rapids. The veteran role player. Yeah, you say I got age to him. But he's yeah, but I mean he's been dropped down, you know, tears already. So yeah, maybe he's not you know the way he used to be. Veljko Petko, Petkovic. You guys heard about that guy? Mm-mm. All right, nope. so so this guy, he was he was this guy was one of the best uh, forwards in college last year, but he was not a part of the draft. I don't really know the details too well on that one, but he hasn't graduated. He didn't he hadn't graduated yet by the time of the draft or something like that. But anyways, he wasn't qualified to enter the draft, so now he's at Austin FC on a trial and. He used to play for the University of Pittsburgh, and he was a top drawer player for college. He's he's Serbian. He's 21 years old, but uh, this guy, Fucho Deano, he's part of We Are Austin TV, posted this video of the guy scoring a goal from, like, half field over the keeper, and it was dirty, dude. Like, Dang. he just looked – yeah, he just looked up and just took a shot. I mean, obviously, he can shoot. We'll see if maybe he can earn a spot, too. You never know. I mean, Houston. Houston still got to earn his spot too. Everybody has to earn their spot. I, Jita has to earn his spot. They so got to score, score goals. Those, nah. those attacking players got to score goals. That's that's how you make a living. <laughs> yeah, Jita only scored one goal last year. He ha- he's he has this whole preseason and every you know. That's the difference between last season and this season. But I mean, yeah, still, last, last people, season they, they, he, he came in in the middle of the season trying to trying to score goals and that that pressure that he had probably. But what he did do, what he does do very well is, is draws defenders and, and opens up space for other players. You know what I mean? So that was good that people were actually feeling like Austin FC had a, had a nine that was a threat, you know, where defenders had a mark. But who would be on top? As a, he, as a, if, if he came back as a nine and he held that ball, who would make those runs behind him? I mean, Drusi's going to be there probably to get, let Jite lay off and him push up. And those wingers, Fagundes and Cecilio, are going to be out there on the wings, you know? Yeah. And they'll bring in they'll, – they'll, they drop defenders naturally, man. Cecilio, he has that one little cut that he always does. So defenders always try and study it. and He can go both ways with the cut. It doesn't matter. So he has that he has that under his sleeve, and then Fagundes, 
he has he has like that where he he controls the ball but not close to him, you know. So where he uses his body very well to protect the ball. And we got Tony Rocha. I don't know if you know Tony Rocha. You know who that is? Nah, not familiar with him. Nope. Osaka guy, you don't remember that that name from a long time ago? Tony Rocha? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. He is he's a, a player that used to play for Austin Aztecs. Oh wow, shoot. <laughs> yeah. But he's he was at NYCFC last season. Didn't get really no playing time at all, man. And uh he's at he's a trialist with Austin FC as well. He's twenty eight oh, years cool. old. He's from Spring, Texas. So we have oh, yeah. some, we have some I pulled him up. He's a was it twenty eight years old and yeah, two thousand twelve, thirteen Austin Aztecs. 2015 Austin Aztecs. Yeah, talking so, about NYCFC, the Belgico Petkovic, he was actually in NYCFC's youth team, and they had two U19 USSDA championships. So that Belgico man, he's pretty good. So your preseason's going to be interesting. It will be. Owen Wolf too, man. Owen Wolf got to earn a spot if he does. If not, I wonder if they're going to loan him out and open up a spot. Right. Pressure's well, on pressure's on Wolf on, on Josh to loan out his son if, if he's not doing well, open up spots if one of somebody else is doing well, you know what I mean? What what yeah. position does he play? I think he's like a midfielder. Gotta hit that Wolf, weight room. Wolf just stands <laughs> on the sideline and he doesn't play. Bro, he's sixteen years old, dude. Yeah, he's or young. maybe seventeen. Sixteen, I think he's sixteen. But but yeah, so that's our preseason trial list that we got. We got the schedule that came out where we can actually see them. I'm just going to run down the, the games real quick. We got February 9th. We got Toronto FC at St. Davis Performance Center. Houston close Dynamo. To the public. Yeah, they say it's close to the public, but there's this hill. It's called Verde Hill where you <laughs> can go. Oh, oh, don't tell nobody. Oh, my bad. It's called uh, Orange Hill. And that's where you go and people will throw eggs at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we got we got Houston. We got old soccer guy. We're going to go to Houston to, to watch that one. And that one's at 6 p.m. So in case. Oh, it's Saturday. Knows, yeah, it's a Saturday. In case no one knows, that game is at 6 p.m. in Houston, uh, February 12th. At PNC. H-Town. H-Town. So we'll be there. So look for us. That's going to be a preview of the Copa Tejas this year? I wouldn't call it a, a real preview, but nah. we'll get some, you know, get to see some, we'll get to see a lot of players because. Hey, that's going to be the start of the, the shit talking on, on the social media. So, yep. <laughs> and no matter, yep. no matter where you got your starters or not, there there's going to be some beef out there. Oh, yep. it's not the start. It's not the start. It's already happening. Oh, yeah. yeah. Only if you could see it, Victor, you, you could just see it. All, All the. Right, I, all the back and forth. Oh, I can see it. No, yeah. you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that day I'm going. We're going to Houston. I'm actually gonna go fish that day. I was gonna tell Fagundes if he wanted to go, but they dropped that preseason schedule. Or I think you told me about the that game before, and uh, I had already booked my fishing trip. So I was like, dang man, he's gonna be in Houston. Ain't no way he's gonna go. 
Tell him if he don't ride, want to ride the bus, we'll get him there on time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Fagundes, you want to go fishing still, you know, I'll get you there on time. <laughs> That's because we want to get there very early, too. Yeah, so. he just bought he just bought a new truck too. So you know, I drive. You know, you can chill. You know, we'll go fishing, <laughs> and I, I, you know, I whip us up there. There you go. You ready, Fagundes? You talk. You were talking about if we'll see, you know, an actual preseason, you know, of Copa Tejas. Probably not there, but Atlas they come in and they play at Q two, and I'm thinking that maybe it's potential if Atlas sends their actual team then we may play a starting – we may see a potential starting lineup that day. Well, then that'll make a big difference for our game because your Atlas game is four days after ours. So if you're using your starting lineup against Atlas, you won't use your starting lineup against us. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying yeah. is that we won't, yeah. see, we won't see our starting lineup against Dynamo, but yeah. we may see it against Atlas. That's all right. I mean, it's good for us to go see the younger players because we won't get a chance to really see them. That's so, what we need to see. Yeah, that's what yeah. I want to see. Yeah. Give them a chance. Like, let's see what this team, how deep we are. Good. See. And February 19th, we got Chicago Fire at St. David's Performance Center. Closed. And that ends our preseason, which takes us to February 26th at Q2 when we host FC Cincinnati. And Your first ever meeting, huh? Yep. Yes, sir. That'll be fun. You guys, you guys play uh, Chicago Fire three days after we get through playing with them. So that Chicago Fire is just making the the stop here in Texas, just making it worthwhile. So is well, Toronto. We, uh, I think I saw that both of them are staying in Texas for a week and a half. Both teams are, so they're they're here for both of us. Yep. Because we have them on our schedule, we have Chicago and Toronto on our schedule as well. That makes sense. So maybe they're here for two weeks, but they, they said they're here for a while. So it looks like they're training, too, with us. Practicing in the 30-degree the weather. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto's used to it. <laughs> they have to have a bubble. <laughs> but, yeah, that that's going to be a good time to really see how deep our squad is and who could potentially be somebody that Wolf's looking at to – keep on the bench and who's going to be key players this year. Dude, for real, especially two weeks before the season starts. Yeah. He's going to be looking at players. Get, yeah. Cause you know, that's when Copa uh, America or not Copa America. What's it called? Champions. Copa champions or whatever the hell that league is called. CONCACAF. Yeah. The CONCACAF champions is going on at the same time. Yeah. Oh, when that starts pretty soon, though, too. That that's going on the the two weeks before, uh, from twelve February twelfth to the weekend before. Yeah. So it's three weeks before the season starts. It starts because they play a home and away, but yeah. that's their pre, that's their preseason. Is they're playing real games. Lucky, lucky yeah, them. They're, they're going to be um, playing for a for a trophy. Yeah, Champions League already. Yeah, they've probably been at preseason for a while now. Yeah, they have to be. True. That's what's happening for our preseason, boys. You know how I'm calling a MLS, the Austin FC to win the MLS Cup? Yep. I'm not the only one. Uh-oh. Yeah, I gotta, there's a, I've seen a few people, but 
one specifically that that dude Kako. Shout out oh, to yeah. him again. That fool said that he put a hundred on Austin FC winning the MLS Cup already. That's it. A hundred. <laughs> Shit. What, what were the odds? I don't know. You know that makes me want to look. I don't know. I wonder what it is. That'd be but like they, another Lester. Yeah. So <clears throat> I I tweeted this, but I'm sure not everyone has Twitter. So if you guys haven't already, go and buy your Austin FC tickets already because that first game is already, you know, price is staying the same right now. But the rest of the games are pretty cheap right now. So you can pretty – and they have all the games up there already. So you can pretty much go and buy each ticket that you want. And it's pretty close to how much season tickets actually are. It, it, it may be a difference by 150 bucks, But, I mean, when you look at it, that's not really much for a season tickets compared to buying them separately. You know what I mean? So go and buy your tickets now that they're cheap the way that they are. Because come game one, two, and three, when Austin FC is, has nine points, those tickets are not going to be cheap anymore. And they're going to go up. And these people that bought two, four, six, ten, you know, season tickets, they're about to be rich, and they're going to be sitting on a whole bunch of money. It's going to be like the stock market, and then June 25th comes, it's just going to crash. <laughs> <laughs> June 25th, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. After you guys play FC Dallas, those yeah. prices are going to drop. Just whoop. Dude, so there's there's <laughs> some some guys on uh, on Twitter, and, you know, they're, they're, like, going back and at it with some Austin fans, but – they're pretty much they're they're clowning me because you know it says yep and FC Fisco has more trophies since your existence than you and it's a picture of y'all y'all holding Copa Tejas. Copa Tejas said, this year, yeah. yeah, and I said that's that's like your only trophy you can claim since '96. And then hey. uh, like with the question mark, what's up? That's more than you guys have. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you pulling up but, on but, the Twitter but, or what? Yeah. So then he says uh, he says someone doesn't know their MLS history. And I said, please me with what you've won, you know. And then they're they're saying nobody knows what Texas Ring of Fire is, but see, they're saying like they all misspelled it and said it wrong and stuff. I'm just kind of dumbing it down so people can mm-hmm. understand. But it, it's yeah, it it's gonna be nothing but talking mess back and forth, and it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, dude. I'm laughing at this like. I don't know my MLS history because Austin FC has only been around for one year, and that's how long I've been following the MLS. You do know your MLS history because you're 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 into it. Yeah, well, yeah, I know more than probably a lot of people that have been following it for a while now. Yeah, I mean, FC FC Dallas never did anything impressive to make me want to start following it. So, so I'm sorry that you know I don't. I don't know FC Frisco's trophy cabinet, trophy case. That's why they moved the Hall of Fame there, right? So they can actually have some trophies in Dallas. Yeah, we got a, we got a lot of players in the Hall of Fame because we sell them all. It says Supporter Shield in 2016, U.S. Open Cup in '97, but also 2016. So y'all won yeah. a U.S. Cup Open and a Supporter Shield in 2016. Wow, and and tw- and. 25 years, y'all, that's yeah, y'all 26 won, years. 26 years, y'all have never won the MLS Cup. 
And this guy is really saying, like, he's all proud. Yeah, our, our business model, it, it, it hasn't changed as of the last few years. It's producing players and selling them, and that's how we make our money. I mean, it, in order to have, like, really loyal fans, of course, they have to they have to put a competitive team, qualify to playoffs, and, and win championships. No one cares if you have a player one year and you sell them and, and you make money. I mean, that's not what's going to keep people going back to the games. It's, it's having a good experience, watching your team play good. That's what's going to make the difference. Yeah, dude, but I don't see I – don't, I don't understand why – why you guys got to talk mess for? Just don't get it. One one year we've been around, and all of a sudden y'all have more trophies. Like, <laughs> that, hey, we, we we have the one that counts so far the the Copa Tecas. I mean, that's all right. That's bragging, all right. That's bragging rights in, in Texas. Man, this this season, dude. This season, we're gonna man. We're gonna we're gonna spank y'all for sure. I mean, it, it's gonna be. Um, inner competition within like who's going to be the the best Texas team and and who's going to make it the furthest in playoffs. Uh, That's always going to be the, the goal. And of course, you know, winning the MLS cup for sure. But I'm saying like just in Texas general, it's a competition to see who makes it further. Yeah. We're going to have to up the ante whenever we play each other and really, uh, make these bets like for real for real because I want y'all to suffer. And if I lose then shit, I guess I gotta suffer. Oh old, old soccer guy has no comment on it. I guess Houston Dynamo is not gonna make it pretty far this year, huh? We're just gonna let y'all suffer. We're gonna do our thing like everybody else. In the <laughs> he's, like, he's like he's yeah. like I I'll let them talk shit on Twitter, but we're gonna make it happen on the field. Yep, on the field. On the field. We'll see it. Just not past nine thirty because he will fall nope. asleep. Yep. I made a clock games. I'll make sure I take a nap before it. <laughs> That's funny. I got one more little thing I wanted to throw out in our in our pod. Los Verdes and the Fighting Leslie's, they have this buy a scarf little foundation, I guess, going on. And it it's uh for it's a non profit organization. And it it goes to provide tra- tra- transitional housing and job placement for our unhoused neighbors. And twenty percent dis you'll get a twenty percent discount at Los Verdes merch store when you donate twenty dollars or more. So it's all good for a good cause, and I think this all has to do with that. Uh, what happened with that announcer <laughs> that tweeted that picture that. Old soccer guy, you remember that? Yeah, for yeah, they're, for it. yeah. They're also taking donations that they can get, so they can give to the homeless people. Yeah, so they also have a few bars that you can take your stuff to. You can take like tents or socks or, you know, just things that somebody in need may utilize. You can just there's a few spots that you can take these to. Here, let me pull it up real quick so I can tell you exactly which bars you can take them to. They've been battling with that issue for for some time there in Austin, huh? Yeah, they've been they've been doing the cleanups, all the cleanups and all the sweeps and all that where they go and they pretty much take away. I didn't remember it being that bad. I mean, 
I mean, I remember what, when I lived in Taylor back in high school and we would go out to Austin and like 10 years ago, it wasn't that bad. And then like, as of like the last four or five years, right underneath yeah. the 35, like interstate, man, it gets bad out there. Yeah. I've seen it pretty bad. And man, could, like today it was oh, what, man, 30, 35 30, high in, yeah, in Austin. Cold, man. It was cold. So man, those guys out there, they're, they're freezing. I mean, I know they may probably made some poor choices and, you know, it's not our fault that that, that happened, but they're still human, you know, and yeah, that sucks. But out. here, here's uh, the drop-off locations. You can go to Hop Squad Brewing Company, Turnstile Coffee Beer and Spirits, Yellow Jacket Social Club, Mixta Taqueria, Central Machine Works. And you can take anything, for, like I said, from a tent to sleeping bag, hoodies, medical supplies, or water. And if you send a pic of you dropping off the items to information at losverdesatx.org, you'll receive 20% off of the Los Verdes store as well. So if anybody out there is feeling generous, you know, uh, go ahead and throw a Texas Ring of Fire sent you in there. And they have, they had, they didn't ask us to do this at all or anything. I just, I'm part of Los Verdes. And I think the Fighting Leslie's, I, I, I don't know for sure, but I'm I'm assuming Leslie is. Do you, do you remember Leslie, the homeless guy that used to be around yep. Austin? The famous guy. Yeah, yeah. I think that's who Leslie is, but I'm not yeah. sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure, yeah. And, and the scarf is pretty funny. You, you can uh, you can go take a look at it, but it's uh, some legs. It's like Leslie's legs or something, like hairy legs. <laughs> with... Oh no, that's that's definitely Leslie. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, he he passed, I think, right? Yeah, he did. He passed yeah. quite a few years ago now. Yeah, RIP to him. So, we'll uh give one one more shout out to Adi Silva. That fool's always liking our stuff and retweeting our stuff and so shout out to him and uh Listos Verde. Uh Señores, yo soy de Austin, tengo aguante. Let's go, Austin FC, all the way. Copa Tejas is ours. MLS Cup is ours. That's the end of mine. Now Good. we're going to go hop into some Frisco. And it never it never hurts to dream big. Never. Yeah, I'm ambitious. <laughs> I'm ambitious. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, start with FC Dallas. Starting off with, we got Jesus Ferreira's new young DP contract officially announced a couple of days ago. So he'll be moving into that DP spot, and you know what a better example, what what a great example of what FC Dallas is all about. I mean, it from from starting into the academy, going into the first team, and then now being a homegrown DP player. I mean, it really shows all the the young kids out there in the academy team that you know if you put hard work into it, you can really achieve something. Um, I'm not trying to take away from him, but I mean, of course, his his dad played for FC Dallas. He played for us a couple of seasons, and so you know that it always helps that your dad is a professional player. But regardless, you still have to put in the work to be where he where he's at right now. He, he's going to fill in that that DP role again. He's young. He's he's 21 years old, and you know he's going to be our our Pepe replacement. He's going to be our number nine 
and he's going to be starting over uh, Frank Ojada. So, so we're really, really excited about that. What do you What do you think about that? Do you think he deserve? Like, do you think he's the right guy to go to, or is Ojada the start? Uh, I mean, man, he he's whenever I asked old soccer guy who's the face of your your club, Jesus Ferreira is our our face this year. He, you know, he's going to be fighting a spot for the U.S. men's national team. He's going to try to perform well at FC Dallas so that he, he does have that spot with the U.S. men's national team. But, no, I, I think he really deserved it. I mean, from the stats that he had last year, the way that he played, uh, the goals that he scored, the the build-up plays that he's had, I mean, that, I think that's that's great that he, he took in that, that DP role. Gotcha. That's good. So Franco Hara can uh, come off the bench or is he moving to the wing? No, Franco Hara, he he's he's our our true number nine, but he's always been that substitute player, especially Pepe taking in that that spot last year. And now with Jesus Ferreira gonna taking over that role, I could still see Franco Hara playing that you know, that backup role for FC Dallas where he comes in minute 70 and he comes off the bench and, and does that. Nico Estevez, that, you know, during that press conference earlier this week, that question was brought up. They asked him, where, where do you guys see Jesus Ferreira and, and Frank Ojara being? Um, and he's like, well, it's going to be an internal competition, but every player needs to know their role and basically, he was saying, you know, Jesus Ferreira, he's going to be starting, and Hara is going to be that that backup. And whenever he's needed, he's going to have to do his job. Right. You think you think he's going to be able to do his job? Think, have knowing that you know Ferreira is the one that's starting over. I mean, I I think so. I mean, as a soccer player, of course, you always want to play. You know, you always want to be that that number one spot. But, you know, coming off of last year and he played like that all season long, I mean, I could still see him. Of course, he's gonna be, it's going to be an internal competition wanting to play. But like I said, he's, he's going to get that that backup role and he's going to have to he's going to have to perform. And I mean, he's still going to be paying the same. I mean, he's he's another DP player. I mean, ideally, you'd want two DPs playing at the same time. Right. So. That, that's the only downside uh, to having a DP as a as a bench player. Yeah, and a third DP. Uh, we're still working on our third DP as a, as far as the signing. You know, there, there's rumors out there that Alan Velasco, out of the Argentinian league, might come over. Um, but they just, I think, just today. I don't think FC Dallas has confirmed it just yet. But um, they were talking about Paul Ariola, which also plays for the men's well, unit. Hold on. Let's, let's skip Paul Ariola right back and go back to the other guy. What's his name? Velasco? Uh, Alan, Alan Velasco. Alan Velasco. So Alan Velasco is not a confirmed deal. Today, another rumor popped out that an, another MLS team offered $12 million for him. Yeah. No, Alan Velasco is not a, a done deal or anything like that, but I know that they had some interest in him. Um, but um, RB22 was asking for that third DP spot. Yeah. 
and that one is uh, Paul Riola. They again, it's it's a report still. FC Dallas, I don't think has confirmed yet, but FC Dallas traded two million in in general allocation money to DC United to acquire Paul Riola. But again, I'm I'm not sure if that's 100% confirmed just yet. But basically, he would he would basically take in that that DP spot if that were to happen. What do you think about that? You like him? Um, I mean, if if he could stay healthy, I mean, he did. I mean, that's just with any soccer player, right? If you stay healthy, you can play, but then make a difference to the team. But what I've seen, like from his highlight videos, he would be playing more as a right wing. And right now, we do have we do have that spot taken already. But if he can play that left wing, we we need that left wing position still. So. Um, I mean, if I were to compare it to one of the Austin FC players, he'd probably be like a like a Fagundes, where or not Fagundes. Uh, what's his name? Um, Jared Julio. Shell. Julio. Or what? Uh, Cecilio. Sorry. Oh, I was like Julio Cascante. <laughs> no, Cecilio, where he likes to cut into the middle and take that outside the box shot. Yeah, dude, that guy's gonna be fire for you guys. He's good. So. But we'll see. I mean, he um, again. I don't think it's confirmed one hundred percent yet with FC Dallas, but that that's uh, that's something that they're they're working on right now still. Um, but yeah, going back to like the Alan Velasco. Uh, I mean, I, I was watching some highlights on him, and I I mean I I'm more excited about him than I than I am for like a Paul Ariola, uh, Alan. I mean, he he's one of those players that. He can still shoot from outside the box, but he makes the the game more exciting. You know, he you watch him play, and he he'll drag in one defender, two defenders, maybe three, carry the ball, pass it. I mean, he he's a hard worker, but I mean that's exciting to watch. I like that kind of kind of soccer where you take on some players, especially on the wing. He's gonna be a a, a good player of FC Dallas can bring him on, and he's young. He's 19 years old. Have you watched any Areola? I've watched him play. I mean, it, it, he plays similar to to Allen in the sense that they're both wingers. They, they but both... he'll take on he'll take on challenges too, though. Oh yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen some highlights on him, and he'll take those shots from outside, which is what we need. Yeah, he. I, I haven't seen Velasco though either. So yeah, but yeah, I mean. Ariola, I mean, it makes sense. He has that that connection too with the U.S. men's national team and and Nico Steves being there uh, previously. Yeah, uh, it would it would make sense that they had that connection. But you know, maybe uh, they thought the Velasco deal wasn't going to work out, so they went ahead and got Ariola. And yeah, you know, Velasco, maybe they knew Velasco was going to take this other deal and go somewhere else, and that's why this rumor popped up. And they're like, all right, well, cool, bye. Yep. <laughs> Y'all been rumored to Ariola for a minute now, so but Yeah, it's been like what a week, week and a half. Yeah. That first came out. Yeah. I think I think I think it's a great pickup for you guys. And I think all three teams are starting to look like they're ready for the season or starting to get ready for the season. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All three teams playoff bound. It looks like Copateos is gonna be burning fire. What the heck did you just say? Playoff yep. 
All three teams. All. Oh my God, bro! You, you guys, guys think they're gonna make playoffs? What, what are you talking about? Uh, so you're not even gonna win the MLS. So what are you talking about? So I was just saying, all three teams are gonna make the playoffs. I thought you said you're gonna quit drinking on weeknights. Yeah, um, I need to refill my cup right now. As a matter of fact. <laughs> Heck no. So, so yeah, I mean that that'll be exciting to see. I mean, regardless, we that that left wing position. I mean, if if Paul Ariola, if that's 100 percent sure, then I could see him playing on the left side and. Um, O'Brien playing on that right wing, and man, those that'd be two speedsters on the on each side, just taking on defenders all day. It's not going to help you any. You play in a high school stadium. You play in a track and field stadium. Yeah, track and field high school stadium. <laughs> um, hey, they'll they'll take on those defenders, and then we'll have uh, a Susan there making that that final to score the goals. He's going to have eight goals this season. That's it. Uh, they'll, they'll put more back in the back of the net. Eight, eight goals. Eight goals for who? For Ferreira. Ferreira? Yep. Nah, he's going to be a plus 10, plus 10. Trash. He's going to be trash. Is what gonna plus, be. plus 10. But, yeah, uh, that that's the news right there for the transfer. Then today they they announced it as well that uh, we got a, a lone player – out of the, the Dutch league. Uh, I can't pronounce his last name, so I'll just say his first. It's Martin Paz. I don't know how to say that. P-A-E-S. We got him on loan. And again, we, we needed a goalkeeper. So there's going to be some inner competition to see who wins that spot right there. Who's and he competing with? He's going to be competing with Justin. That's that's the, who our uh, goalie was draft, last the, season. And then we, we have our the draft pick, too. So that's, yeah. This, that's three goalies. This guy's coming in to start. Yeah. So. He's the guy you posted on, on the Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. Well, he had some good saves. I mean, anybody's good on highlights. Yeah, everybody's. Yeah. Looks pretty good. <laughs> anybody's but, good at highlights. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, he's a big guy, 6'4", 165 pounds, 23 years old. Wait, 165 pounds? 165 pounds, yeah. Dang, Six dude, four. this this guy's gonna dive and go floating <laughs> off somewhere. <laughs> hey, hey, you gotta be light, man. You can't be 200 pounds. Uh, I mean, I guess see. you could, like, like Manuel Neuer, man. He, you look at him; he's he probably weighs around 200 pounds. Heck yeah, that's what I'm saying. But now, nah, he, he, the lighter you are, the better. He, I mean, just uh, yeah, the. The highlight reels, man, he was just flying. You know, since we're on keepers real quick, just to get off subject, but uh, keepers, uh, Matt Turner might be leaving New England. I don't know if y'all saw that today. No, I didn't see that. Arsenal put a bid in, and Arsenal said he he would get significant playing time. Dang, turn heads like that, huh? Yeah, yeah, that was just recently too. So speaking of goalkeepers, that would be huge for him. Damn! Straight to the Premier League. <laughs> We're gonna have to uh, keep up with Bali for that. For that one, Bali likes Arsenal. Oh well, he's gonna be super fucking happy. Yeah. And then freaking Tottenham pulling a trick out there last a uh, couple days ago. Shit, winning three to two. They were down two to one and scored tied the game in the ninety fifth minute and then won the game in the ninety seventh minute. 
G crashy up. But yeah, back to the goalkeeper in Dallas since we're talking about Dallas. But yeah, he he's coming in, and then of course he has um, his loan until July of 2022, and then at that point they they can make the decision if he does a good job, then they'll he has the possibility of staying here and 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 buying him. So that that was as of today. the The other thing I wanted to talk about was that press conference that FC Dallas had earlier this week, and I guess you know the. the the biggest takeaway for me was they're they're really not setting really high expectations for the team. Again, they don't want to overpromise and underdeliver. So I think they're setting up the stage to, you know, not, not say a lot about the the transfers coming in and as far as what they want to achieve with the season. They they've just said that they want to make it to the playoffs, and then from from there they, you know, they don't want to say much more than that, but hopefully they're just saying that and then the season starts and they could really blow us away and surpass our expectations for the season. What was that? Toronto has something to say about that. Well, they, they, they're going to be bringing in some, in some good players. I don't know. This is game number one. Y'all might not start with a win. Hey, we'll find out. I know, I know they're they're ready to play Saturday, February twenty sixth, four thirty, Dallas versus Toronto. That, that the best way to start the season is with the win. Yep, we'll yeah. see, man. We'll see. I'll, I'll be, be paying for you guys. Weekend. I don't want you to be upset. I know how you get mad when your team loses. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we so I mean, but we got four four preseason games, and then that that's going to give us a good idea of. You know, our starting lineup going into that game with Toronto. I know I've already announced it, but FC Dallas has Orlando City February 5th. Then they'll be playing San Antonio February 12th. Chicago Fire February 16th. And then the Houston Dynamo February 19th. Man, I hope San Antonio whoops that ass. (laughs) Hey, we're going to put a clinic out there. We're going to show them how it's done. They just made it to the semifinal of the USL, so. Yep. It looks pretty good. Their stadium looks better than y'all's. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Speaking of San Antonio. Yeah, and I'd rather be do, San Antonio. Did they do some renovations to it or some additions to it or what? I don't it's know. It's a really it's nice full. stadium. It just looks yeah. nice. Full. Yeah, I mean, that too. When it's for like 6,000 people and they could fill it up, I'm, I'm sure it looks nice. Well, maybe they should do that for Fisco and see if they can do it. Oh, they'll, they'll be able to fill that up. Let me see. 2000. I'm trying to look up the, the stadium. For for Frisco? No. For... Oh, I was like, what's your biggest high school? Yeah. There? You see 8,000. It's like Scorpion or something like that. How many 8, people? 8,296. So it's a 8,000 people stadium. Yeah, before a, yeah, a semi pro. Like, come on, dude. Well, that he said eight thousand people show up to his game, so that would be a sell. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if eight thousand people were to show up to the FC Dallas and that fill up the stadium every time, eight thousand people don't. Yeah, well, I, I, our stadium holds twenty thousand. Exactly. That, that's not so even that, half. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you if you have eight thousand people showing up to the FC Dallas game, I mean, it's not even half full. 
I, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, I don't know. I'm, I'm saying like, if, I'm saying <laughs> if I, I said if Good FC enough. Dallas had a stadium that held 8,000 people, of course it would look full all the time. Because that's how many people go to their soccer games. Yeah, and I'm telling you that if y'all stadium was 8,000 people, you still wouldn't sell out 8,000. Hell no. Nah. We, we'd probably sell the 20. Nah, <laughs> dude, you wouldn't. It's like a your stadium is like a like a goldfish, you know, like you put a goldfish in like in the small tank and it gets bigger. Like that's how your stadium is. Like the the smaller you make it, the less people that are gonna go. Nah, 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 nah. No, it's like that. What's that one fish that you go to like that you see everybody sell everywhere and it's the only fish in the friggin' little bitty ass tank. And he well, barely no, it's not a goldfish, and he has enough room just to turn around, and that's it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> well, next time you're at Pet Smart or something, you'll see it. They're sitting there on the shelf, and it's the only fish by his friggin' self, and he's just barely in the size of a cup. <laughs> like, what does this mean? <laughs> that's what an FC Fisco fan feels like. I mean, I, I would hope that Austin had a better stadium than us. I mean, we, we built ours a while back ago, so... Yeah, and I, yeah, and I would hope, I would hope that y'all would have more fans than us, because you know y'all been around for twenty six years, but you know, I guess not. Hey, well, I mean, if they sell players, how do they expect to keep the fan base happy? So they they got to switch it around. This is this is the year. Let's hope, man, because I mean we're we're miles ahead right now on that aspect. I mean, I I remember. Houston Dynamo when they first started how their fan base was too and look at them now <laughs> oh yeah that, that's another thing dude the, the the San Jose earthquakes what's up with that international spot that y'all y'all inquired from them yeah we traded 250 gam for the international spot so we could add a add an international spot to the team and we just gave them 250 you guys so. just love living off of San Jose earthquakes, no, San Jose you? loves to give to us well yeah that's the only way y'all got an MLS cup Okay, we're, not, we're not. Hey, we're not a nonprofit. Yeah, just takers, man. Y'all are just takers. They, they put the colors on. They played in the stadium, and they want it for the city. Yeah. Now we're gonna do it again. That's why we're saying we're gonna bring the Kucher back. So, the Kucher. Yeah. So yeah, for those of y'all listening, I'm not making fun of Nagamora. That's just how he says culture for some reason. You know, nobody, nobody's corrected him. So we're gonna say Kucher from now on. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Ashton, Ashton Kutcher. Oh no, I, I'll you know. Yeah, all right, so, boys. Well, yeah. Uh, what else you got? No, uh, that's sunshine? it. That's all. That's all the the headline news here at uh, FC Dallas. Yeah, sure what I was I mentioning the other day, Erickson uh, and Brentford are linked together right now for the Premier League. For the Premier League. Yeah, Christian Erickson. Now nothing's been solidified by either camp but uh, the, the rumor that Erickson wants to play is starting Where to sound was he like at before was he with Inter Milan yeah Inter Milan but because of Inter Milan's medical standards sport medical standards or whatever because of the device he had put in his put in his body uh, he's not allowed to play in Italy hmm. so his his contract got terminated dang yeah so he's trying to make trying to make it back in the BPL Trying to make it, I guess he's trying to play somewhere because, like I said, he wants to play on the Danish team for the World Cup, and 
I heard Brentford offered him a six month loan, but Brentford come out and said, Oh, we don't know about that. <laughs> hey, they got, they, Brentford got to, but uh, they got to work on their finishing, man. I was watching yeah, the, the, the Manchester United game. Oh, the one they lost three to one. Yeah. But yeah, they could have easily been up like two, two, three, zero first half if they would have put them away. Yeah. Well, that's about well, it. That's all you guys got. That's all you got. What? Hey, what does DTID stand for? Dallas. Dallas till I die. Oh, I thought it meant Dallas, Texas in disguise. What? That's why y'all what? are in Frisco. Nah. Uh, why'd you say Dallas twice though? It's not double D. Yeah, said, Dallas till I die. Yeah, no, you said Dallas, Dallas till I die. <laughs> What's Debbie got to do with it? <laughs> Who's that? I don't know. She did Dallas. I'm not sure but, what that is. Yeah, Dallas, Texas in disguise is what we're calling it from now on. That's why y'all are yeah. in Frisco. It's Dallas, Texas in disguise over there. Hey, rent rent was cheaper out there. Really? It was until. You got everybody moving up to Frisco now. I mean, that's I don't I don't know if it's number one spot in in Texas, but it it might be behind Austin or it might be number one now. Yeah, we know it's not for the soccer team. So, but yeah, you got a lot of you got a lot of people from California moving out there to Frisco. That's pretty dope. All right, well, I guess that's all I got. That's all y'all got. That's a, that's about it. Just Madrid, keep Madrid, Madrid won Copa del Rey today. They got they beat Elche, so two one. But hey, that uh, Mbappe is he gonna go to Real Madrid or what? Yeah, yeah, he he'll be on his way. Not, I don't think right now. Will it be a summer transfer? Probably, yeah. Uh, but all right, boys, I'll talk to you guys next week. We'll see all all of our wonderful listeners that we have out there that tune in every week. Um, you can follow Text Ring of Fire on all of our socials, which is Twitter, Instagram. I think Old Soccer Guy got a Snapchat going, but we haven't even yeah, well, on it yet. Yeah, yeah. Texas Ring of Fire does have a Snapchat and does have a, 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 a TikTok but those will be mainly used during the the season when there's just like uh, we're at the stadiums and there's action in the background and or we're together and or we're we're recording our episodes together then we'll utilize those more for videos and stuff like that so but so nothing's been posted yet but y'all just y'all keep an eye on it cuz during the during the game Snapchat's going to go live there you go you guys go find us on Twitter and Instagram and leave us a comment or let us know what you want to hear from us or what we can do to make this more enjoyable for you. We're on. Let, let, let the season start. That's when it's going to be the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, I think after these first preseason games when we play each other. Yeah, man. It, I mean, we basically rolled into this towards the end of the season. So the, the, the buildup is it, – it's high right now. I mean, well, we've been going at it since December, but – that was towards the end of the season, so yeah. two months of two months of trying to trying to get to the season. <laughs> yeah, trying to trying to <laughs> keep keep some kind of sanity during this off season. 
I can't sleep at night because I'm thinking about it too much. <laughs> Hey, but that's the truth, though, honestly. <laughs> oh, shit, man. I go to work, and I don't want to work. I want to sit down on the computer and start reading again. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But, all right, boys. I'll see you next week. I'm your host, RB22. This is Sunshine out of Dallas. Hey, and this is Old Soccer Guy, a.k.a. Eric, bringing down Hustletown. <laughs> God bless you guys. We'll see you. Peace. Later. Hey, just just wait until the season starts.